Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Oh, this is it, man. Week 18. We made it. <laughs> oh. oh. I can't imagine what an NFL player feels like right now. Bro, imagine being on Saints defense. <laughs> All right, boss. <laughs> we made it. Week 18, final game of the regular season. Falcons, Saints. Not much need to be said. Late afternoon game. The 49ers will be taking on the Rams the same time the Saints are playing the Falcons. And it's simple. We talked about it last episode. The Saints beat the Falcons and the Niners lose to the Rams. They end. And they'll face the Rams in the first round of the playoffs. Like, it's it's as simple as that. Point blank. But, but you know, the, the Falcons, the Falcons beat the Saints earlier this season. Um, and that was a game where, like, I just felt like it was just like old school Matt Ryan. There was like little pass rush. Um, so we, we can't really even talk. Like, I'm going to be watching this game, watching the game. Like, I am not going to be – and I know, like, you know, Fox is going to cut in between, you know, the, the Rams and Niners highlights and things like that. But – I just want this game. I want them to split with the Falcons and go nine and eight. And if they make the playoffs, they make the playoffs. If they don't, if they do, they do good. Well, we, we, we live to fight another, another day, but you kind of tweeted it, man. The fact that this team has a, has the potential to go nine and eight after starting Trevor Simeon, who didn't win a single game, you know, he came in and played relief, but he didn't win a single, a single game as, as a starter. Taysom Hill, Ian Book, Jameis, like, the fact that this team has the, poss- the potential to go 9-8, and eight, that's that's crazy. It's crazy, bro. Like, it really is crazy. <laughs> like, we really think about it, man. Figure, and that's not like with a talented offense. Like, I can see if – like, you're just loaded as offense and you had all these quarterbacks coming in. I mean, the offense is horrible. Worst offense in the league, you know. Maybe behind the Jags. Yeah, it's between the two. It's, it's, it's that bad, bro. Because the, Jags, because the Jags, you know, they do have a lot of turnovers and shit, you know what I'm saying? But it's a horrible offense. So for them to just – Somehow get just with special teams defense, not making huge mistakes on offense. That's just uh, it's it's crazy for them to be able to do that, man. And, you know, it just goes to the mental toughness, like we talked about. Goes to you know coaching, um, just understanding the game, uh, understanding the game circumstances in game. Uh, goes a long way, man. So. Gotta just give heads off to them just fighting, man. And they never rolled over at any point this season. You know, and they could have they, they could have easily done. They could have transition year, pack this shit in, you know what I'm saying? Nah, they just kept fighting game after game, snap after snap, regardless of the opponent. Just which has been which has been huge. Um a a, a player that I don't know if we're gonna, gonna play, but a player that might play. On Sunday is Ryan Ramchek for the first time in what seems like forever. He was a limited practice today oh. at practice. Um, and if he trends in the right direction, maybe he's playing on Sunday at right tackle. And then that kind of helps the line solidify a little bit. Um, they did have some DMPs. Teron didn't practice today. Two first oh, in wow. practice. Yeah, Teron didn't practice, two first in practice, Roby didn't practice, and PJ Williams in practice. Um, 
on the flip side for the Falcons, again, we're recording this on Wednesday night. So, you know, players can practice or not practice, you know, a lot between now and the game. So what you're hearing right now may not be accurate to when exactly game time, but like the, the, the biggest DMP and the only Falcons only had two DMPs, but the biggest DMP for the Falcons is Kyle Pitts did not practice due to a hamstring. If you go back and watch that Bills game during that game, like he pulled up, I don't know if it was a route or at some point in the game, he pulled up and he didn't return in the game and hamstrings are tricky um, he's about 60 plus yards away from like surpassing like the tight end, the yeah. tight end record, uh, receiving record for a rookie. And if he plays, that's that's seen one of those things that like teams kind of go out of their way to make sure that the player gets it usually. Yeah. But if for whatever reason, if Cal Pitts doesn't play, bruh, I, I need all hands on deck. Like Cordero Patterson, like I need him oh, taking out the right. game, bruh. Just stop the guy, bro. Like, what I need him to do, man. Like, <laughs> like I that Falcon, that first Falcons game, I was like, did they game plan for this league? I'm like, what saying? Did they not see that this dude is the main weapon, man? That's it. Like, I don't know how how much the cupboard needs to be bare. If Kyle Pitts doesn't play, you got Cordell Patterson, Mike Davis. Like Justin Gage and and Zach Galifianakis, bro. Yeah, yeah. The key is like, are you, you telling me like this defense can't stop that? Like those skill position players? Come on, man. Like this, I need the same same Saints defensive line that bullied a Carolina Panthers bad offensive line. Falcons Falk, yeah. offensive line ain't good either, and if, if you watched that that first game, you would have thought they were all pro offensive yeah. top five in the league, bro. That's why I don't care like what people say in the run up to this game. It's like, oh, Matt Ryan not being protected. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> they some way figure out a way to protect them when they play the Saints, and it's like, oh, the Saints don't. I mean, the Falcons don't have no pass rush. Well, <laughs> they sure do figure out how to pass rush when they play the Saints, so. I don't I just throw all of that out, man. It's a divisional game. Both teams hate each other. I know the Falcons couldn't would just love, love. to kick the Saints out of the playoffs. Love but, it, bro. Know, hey, could be kind of doing us a favor, but you know, <laughs> I know they you know, but they know, you know, no Saints fan wants to lose to the Falcons. No, no. They, t- they tell Sean, they tell Sean to look at the flowers, bro. <laughs> look at the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, and we, you know, when things were trending very downwardly at that point, we were like, man, we don't want to, we don't want the team to make the playoffs, but now like, not like eight and eight. Fuck yeah, that's like, fuck it. When you hear, you know, like picking in the late teens, whatever, whatever, man, it's like. <laughs> Our first round picks the trash anyway. Like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, just, dra- draft don't start to round two, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, if we're going to go to the playoffs, at least do one entertainment thing and knock off the Rams. After that, I don't give a shit. Get blown out the next week. I don't care. But knock the Rams off. That they would be. Not, they could knock the Rams out and win the first round, bro. I just, I would, I would just, it would just, I don't know. I would be, that would be a lit ass podcast. I want to, I want to record that podcast. You know what I'm saying? I want to record that podcast. After that, I don't give a flying fuck. It's funny too, because like I I was already thinking, like, oh shit, the Saints make the playoffs. The first game will be against the Rams. Rams playing in LA. The game's out here. Then I realized I think I'm going to be in Lubbock that week, that weekend. So oh, gonna, you go, you're heading to Lubbock, okay? Yeah, spending time with the with the family again. So, um, what 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 is that holiday? Uh, whatever holiday we have, in where we get like a long a long weekend or whatever. President's Day? No, that's February. MLK Day. MLK. Sorry. MLK. MLK. Day. Yeah. So during that, so the if the Saints make the playoffs, their first playoff game will be that long weekend and I'll, I'll be at Lubbock. And plus, I was thinking about it, I was like, man, if the Saints made the playoffs and played the Rams in the first round and they didn't win, that is not a game out. Like, I... Uh, no. Man, just sitting there watching <laughs> Matt Stafford throw some dimes. And Aaron, Aaron Donald just Aaron abuses. Donald just, 
just abusing, just freeze. No, nah, bro, I would, I would kind of like to see that. <laughs> just record it, bro. <laughs> and then, like, just create a whole bunch of, like, fake fucking Twitter accounts and just send them to Sean Payton. Just <laughs> see what y'all did. What the fuck y'all did? But, uh, uh, but fo- focusing on the Falcons, we talked about the offense being bad. The Falcons' defense is not the bad. greatest, but when you have a bad offense going against a bad defense, sometimes mm. he, sometimes <laughs> a bad defense can look a lot better when it's going against a bad offense. Man, I just need Taysom to do what he did. Just be Taysom, bro. Like, don't turn the ball over. That's it. <laughs> like, we don't need to do more than that. Just don't turn it over, bro. If we don't turn it over and the defense plays well, it should it should at least get a chance to win. Yes. It's the, the, the recipe and checklist is really that simple, bro. <laughs> you know? I mean, just don't turn it over, bro. I mean, I, mean, I will – it's been nice to see – and it, it's kind of it's, – it's late – but Callaway's yes. growth as a player, um, and I, I don't know what it is, if he's just running better routes, he's understanding how defenders are playing him more. I don't know what it is. But, like, there's these last two and a half games, especially, he's come on. He's looked like a solid, you know, player who's maybe, you know, obviously better suited for a wide receiver three, and now he's kind of thrust into a role being wide receiver one, he is going to have a – I don't know how the Falcons are going to play him. I don't expect, you know, the Falcons to be like, okay, A.J. Terrell, like you're going to be shadowing yeah. Marquez Callaway all game. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, that's that's a matchup that would favor the Falcons because A.J. Terrell's been outstanding in coverage this season. But I'm just is, saying that – is, is, uh, is Trequan Smith still hurt? Uh, let's look at this injury report. I think he was a limited practice today. Okay. Yeah, he was limited today. That's interesting. Yeah, he was um, you know, but it's TQ. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> whether or not he's there or not. Eh. <laughs> but it's something. It's just something to add. Um, yeah, I, I I will say, um, you know, we, we might have to we might have to reconsider Trey Kwan being a green, bro. He might gotta go. Yeah, bro, bro, man, let's. I'm just saying, if he a green and Davenport uh, a yellow, I got, I got, I got to move him to yellow, bro. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna doing it. I'm doing it on air right now. Let's <laughs> go, bro. Um, it was this the the defense. I know we talk about it a lot. Uh and keep in mind, like this is a defense that didn't have Marcus Williams last game. You know, they get Marcus mm-hmm. Williams back. Um, which actually may be, may be big because as of right now, we're recording this, P.J. Williams, you know, had an ankle injury. He didn't practice today. So getting Marcus Williams off the COVID list will be huge. Um, but can we just – can we just – I know this doesn't happen just because of the offense, but it would just be nice for there to just be a, like a game. Like, wouldn't it be nice like this game is like the, the decision decided by like mid-third quarter? Mm. Like, where you just not like, oh, are we going oh, to do? And then, like, maybe you like, okay, let me watch this Rams, Niners game, see, you know, blah, blah. But I know the Saints, I know this team, with an, and with an offense like this, no, nah, bro, it's not going to happen. No, not going to happen. I mean, it would take pick sixes, uh, return, kickoff, you know, Hey, Alvin Kamara can go off at any point. He didn't play he didn't the play. last Falcons game. He didn't play in the last Falcons game. Did he miss it? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. He's out. He missed all, you know, missed four games. He missed all, all Trevor Simeon's game, which is why I kind of give – not giving Simeon a mulligan because he was, you know, he wasn't good. But it, it just sucked for him that the four games he started was the four games Kamara missed. You know what I'm right. saying? So, um, so, yeah, Kamara, you know – Hopefully he could play well and you know just go doggish against that oh, that defense. He should be able to. I know they're gonna put. Uh, I think Debo should be playing. You know they're gonna okay, try the head, to 
fucking headhunter. They're going to try to hunt him. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, use Camaro, bro. Like, just saw it last week. You know, get him out. Stop running these stupid up the center runs. Uh, Eric McCoy, is he, uh, is he coming back? Uh, yeah, he played. Oh, that's right. He didn't play last. Yeah, right. he's off. He, he should be off the COVID list, so he should be. He should be back. Man, it's just. I mean, just a crazy season, bro. Like I, I don't even know what the starting offensive line looks like. Right, because you, you asked if Eric McCoy was back, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, Will Clapp played center last game, bro. Yeah, Will Clapp, Throckmorton, Jordan Mills, Jordan Mills. James Hurst and the, the healthiest player on the team, bro. I mean, the first game of the season, Eric McCoy got hurt and Caesar in there. I think somebody else got hurt, if I remember correctly. It's just never been a no, – we never had the offensive line where we thought we would have. Right. Yeah, we, we didn't. And, you know, Pete – it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy when you think about Pete having the – he's like the most expensive. At least as of right now, he'll be the most expensive Saint going into next season. And I'm all right with that, man. You know, I miss I miss Pete, man. <laughs> hey, man, look, listen. Our run game was fine with Pete. <laughs> he, Pete will pull, pull out and he'd get out there and, you know, get a block or two, man. Yeah, he would. Right he, now. You will, bro. Right. <laughs> um, anything else about like the Falcons or or just anything about this game that really? No, nah, I mean, really, you know, the real interesting game is the 49ers and the Rams, really. Like, right. Because <laughs> honestly, the Rams have owned the, um, the 49ers flipped. for years. Flipped, flipped. So since, oh, it's the other way around. Yeah, since Kyle has become the oh, head coach, that's this. Yeah, since Kyle has become the head coach of the Niners, regardless of the night, regardless of the how poorly or how he has owned the, I think he's like five and zero oh, recent or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, on a five game win streak against the Rams when when the Niners are bad and when they're good. So. The Rams are going to play, you know, for Saints listeners listening to this game, the Rams are 100% going to play this game, um, you know, because it's it's for the division. Like, if the, you know, if the Rams lose this game, and, like, I think if, like, the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals win the NFC West, and then the Cardinals get the home playoff game, and the Rams are on the road, right? So it's important from that aspect. Um, so they're going to be playing. The only way I could see – then maybe not playing fully is if for whatever reason, if the Niners just start blowing them out, like really fucking early, like at that point, they just may pull their starters because it's not, then it's pointless to yeah. you know, keep, keep your starters in. If, if, you know, you already know you're going to the playoffs and you're not going to win the game, but it's going to be a fascinating game. Um, just in the sense that like, if, if you're just talking chalk and football, you would think that the Rams have the advantage and, you know, for the most part, they, the biggest key of that game is the Rams wide receivers against the Niners secondary. The Niners yeah. secondary is shitty boo-boo. Yeah. Shitty boo-boo. Now – Cup, And Cup, Cup got a record he could break too. Yeah, he does. The, the, the key to me of this game is which Matt Stafford shows up. Exactly. That's it. So streaky. You, if you get the Matt Stafford that like started like the first four weeks of the season, first five weeks or whatever, where he was just uh, running rampant, you know that game could get ugly real quick. But if you get this uh, last get, three get games against get the Stafford against Baltimore this past week, shit, we might as well pull up fucking YouTube and start typing in. A name versus whatever, baby, because it's draft season at that point. <laughs> hey, it'd be fine for me, man. Oh, I'm I'm good either way. I am good either way. Um, but that's really gonna be an interesting game. And then and this is not this is not about the game per se, but something that's so fascinating to me about the whole 49ers dynamic, right? Is 
you have a head coach that didn't want to that didn't want it to draft Trey Lance. Like his guy was Mac Jones, and that that's not me like spoiling anything or revealing sources. Like Kyle Shanahan's guy was Mac Jones. He got convinced by John Lynch and like the scouts to sign on board with Trey Lance for, I guess, like, I don't know if it's more like Trey's was his upside or his high ceiling. Maybe John Lynch saw like Patrick Mahomes, what he did to them in a Super Bowl and was like, we need to get us one of those to be successful. <laughs> you, you, you know, how, you know, people make moves when, when, when mm-hmm. shit happens, man, especially coaches in the NFL. And if you just, just the 49ers season, like, I don't worth this. It just doesn't seem to me that like Kyle Shanahan is fully behind Trey Lance. I'm not saying on this podcast that he's like purposely doing things to like sabotage him, but I just get you can this. tell that's not his guy. You can tell it's not his guy, and I'm not saying he's wanting him to like fail, but right. like. He, if he doesn't work out, he's going to be the first person to tell John Lynch, I fucking told you so. Uh-huh. And it just, it, I feel like that front office, just in general, is very fucking tense, right? Yeah. And it may, to me, at some point, it may get to the point where, like, John Lynch tells Kyle Shanahan, like, man, you got to get behind this guy and support him and, like, just, just figure it out with him. Because if not, like, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, but I mean, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are a package deal. Like that's John Lynch is Kyle Shanahan's guy. It's not the other way around. I, I know. I I get it, bro. I get it. So, but like, you could just it who just, has the power here? You know, it feels on. Like, it just feels very uneasy. Like the the power dynamic. It just yeah. feels, you know, because here's what I'll say. I'm not saying Kyle was right, but Imagine I could see Kyle going, fuck, the Patriots got Mac Jones. They they in the playoffs, they nine and six, whatever their record is. And for the most part, like Mac Jones is exactly what Mac Jones was in college, bro. Like he, he, he is what he is. Bro. He is what he is, right? And with Trey Lance, like going back to that Texans game, you, if you watched a little bit in that first half, you know, he's he looks like someone who played at North Dakota State last year, yeah. bro. Like and like so, in the second half, there was some flash plays. He had a great pass, that, you know, Debo, blah, blah blah. But I wonder if Kyle thinks that he's really the guy. I'll say this: I, I don't. I know. I know Kyle Shanahan thinks he's not the guy this year because as soon as Jimmy G gets remotely healthy, he's back in. Right, like they, they're they're trying to make like Kyle's trying to make it seem like Jimmy's going to play with like torn ligaments in his fucking thumb. Like what? Exactly. What are we doing? Like, just be the fucking rookie, bro. Exactly. exactly. But if you know, if 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 Trey Lance was his guy, he would sit Jimmy. Like, yes. oh, he's hurt. Boom. Okay, this is our chance. Get, get Trey Lance in there. So you, that that just tells you right there what the deal is. And I think you know Kyle Shanahan likes Jimmy G for whatever reason. I think he likes him, but he knows he's not the future. He's an impediment to the future of what they could be. Right, uh, but it just it just is what it is. Um, one thing that's just kind of been on my mind, just watching conversation on Twitter because this is a Saints Twitter podcast. Everybody's just talking about Saints quarterbacks. It's like I've been seeing conversations about it's been you know Taysom, Taysom. He's been you know he has a good four and two, whatever the record is. I don't even know what the record is. What? One, Whatever the record is, four games. No, I, I know what you said. I just I know where that's leading to. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, not saying that he should be the starter, but they're just like, man, Taysom's been great. Or uh, the reverse conversation is Jameis. You know, this whole this you know these Jameis goes out there. This Jameis go five and two, five and two, Jameis five and two. It's like. None of that matters. Like this team is had succeeded without real quarterback play all season. Yes. I mean the highest rated quarterback, I know like Greg Rosenthal does his little QB index. You know, James made it to like rank 21. You know what I'm saying? 
and that was like the highest mark. You know what I'm saying? So we've made we've made it through the league with like negative twenty first ranked quarterback all season. Right. You know what I'm saying? And because when you evaluate the quarterback, it's hard to evaluate the quarterback without looking at the offense they're in. And the offense is horrible. It's been horrible all season. So we don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Taysom Hill, if you had Mike Thomas out there and another wide receiver and Jared Cook, somebody, you know, he would have looked better. Like Taysom Hill would have looked better. Trevor Simeon would have looked better. James Winston would have looked better. Um, and we just did not have that. So it's like when people just – when people just argue about the quarterback position, I'm like, why are you even talking about the quarterback? Yes. It's just like, it makes no sense to even talk about it because the offense was a car with, you know, a car missing parts. You know what I'm saying? It was like a car that's, you know, the alternator don't work and the, the chain belt, something wrong <laughs> with the chain and, the, and the, you got a, got a tire that's running low in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> transmission about to go out. Like, that's the kind of car we was driving this season. So don't even judge the driver, which is the quarterback. Like, you can't even can't even put too much weight on it. We know the Saints need a real quarterback going into next season, whether that's a draft pick, Wilson, whether that's bringing back Jameis Winston, who, you know, is a – you know, who is a quarterback that I think um, can rise with the talent around him. Um, you know, pr- uh, probably you know, probably not a franchise quarterback. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not a franchise quarterback. Probably like but right in the middle, like that. Just that twentieth to you know what I'm saying. That kind of if you if you just give him weapons, he can give you top fifteen quarterback play. You know what right. I'm saying? Maybe yes. even more than that. Maybe even right. more than that. If you just flood him with weapons, you know. But you know, he's not a guy that's going to elevate you know, the offense around him like crazy. He's just not. But, he, you know, he does have talent and he does – he will make plays for you. I was looking at a couple of the big throws he made to Deontay Harris early in the season. I was like, man, that show is nice. Miss, you know? <laughs> Miss. <laughs> Miss that. Damn, that was nice seeing that. <laughs> um, you know? It's funny we we talk about the quarterback position. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a conversation that's going to dominate this podcast. Mm. Between- dominate. Not now in April, five of the six top top quarterbacks are going to be at the Senior Bowl. You got your boys going to be at the Senior Bowl at the end of January. I, I'm already, I already just was just looking at flights, but just before we started recording, um, and like they're like, I remember I asked you this a couple of days ago. Just just casually brought it up. Not that I've heard anything or I'm piecing anything together, but I was just like. Would, would you take Kirk Cousins as a Saints quarterback? And like you were so you would say yes, but it was so begrudgingly. Because <laughs> uh, he's so frustrating, bro. Everything about Kirk Cousins is frustrating. Yes, this is true. Like him as a, like even not even football, just him as a person, just annoying. Just him as a person, like just an annoying person. He's frustrating. COVID shit, just like. Oh, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't think I want any part of it. And I respect him. I probably respect him more as a quarterback than a lot of people. Yes. You know, but, uh, God, man. I just, you know, I guess shoot for high, shoot, shoot higher than that, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, One of the most grown, grown quarterbacks, one of the most fascinating things I think that's going to happen with this offseason is I'm 90% sure everything's going to play Kumbaya in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Return. Unless, yeah. unless their first playoff game, they get, they get beat. Then I think some things look dicey, but let's, let, let, I don't know, man, you know how they, you know how shit happens in, in playoffs and like uh-huh. if, if they get the they have they're the number one seed they have that first round by whoever they play in that first playoff game in round in round two if they get like beat decisively by a team and I'm not saying it's gonna happen but like the Green Bay defense hasn't been anything to write home about right uh-huh. so if they got beat like 
imagine this. I'm not, not saying it's going to happen because this is like every Saints fan's wet dream, right? But imagine the Saints getting the playoffs and if we somehow can beat the Rams. And then we got to go to Green Bay and play them in the second round of the playoffs. You think the Saints, you think the Saints team is going to be scared of Aaron Rodgers after what they did to him? Hell no. Hell no. Well, this Saints defense will be lit. And CJ Carter Johnson will be fucking lit out his mind, bro. And I'm just saying, like, I, we talked some shit about Taysom, but Taysom and Green Bay and this cold, like, Taysom running, like, you don't want to tackle that, bro. <laughs> don't want to do it. So that that's like that's like the wet dream, right? But like, let's say it's not the let's say it's the same. So let's say it's some other team, right? Whoever it is that faces Green Bay in the first round after they coming off that bye, if the Packers get beat like decisively and it does like it's not like really a debate, no, bro, that that change that that could change some things. That that could change some things. I'm just, yeah. but that's not even the point I was making. The point I wanted to make was the future of Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah. It's so fascinating to me. I think he out of there. Like He got to be, be, man. He has well, to I be. Well, I think that's going to be Aaron Rodgers' thing. He's going to be like, hey, I'm back, Green Bay. I'm not going anywhere, but Jordan, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> got to go play it. <laughs> not, not personal, bro. But... You know? Can't do it, and he didn't. And he didn't really, you know. Jordan Love didn't really like make it hard. He got the one start, <laughs> bro. He looked like I get it, but ooh, like that, he looked like Ian Book out there, bro. Yeah, man, I was like, damn, bro, you set for a year for this. <laughs> this was your time. Yeah, man, and like even if. Even if you're not, your career's not being Green Bay. Like maybe if you if he went out there and played really well against the Chiefs, like another team, maybe even like the Saints could have been like, oh shit. Okay. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. I, I remember. I mean, I remember when Aaron Rodgers was backed up for Fog, and Fog got hurt during the game. Ah, I can't remember who they were playing. Maybe the Dallas, maybe Cowboys. I think it was a primetime game, and Aaron Rodgers came in there. And he was making some throws, but I was like, damn, this little dude, I didn't know nothing about him. Like, I didn't follow the draft that year, nothing. I was like, damn, dude making some nice throws. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, that's really all it takes. It's like, you know, yeah, NFL right. teams look at that. It's like, ooh, ooh. Nice all they need is a little tease, bro. Just, just a little tease. <laughs> and I didn't see that with Jordan Love. I was like, nah, man. Oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> Big gross. Um... Uh, can we talk? Uh, let's really quickly talk about the whole Antonio Brown thing. Oh, Lord Jesus, Simmers. <laughs> I am not one to defend Antonio Brown. I am not an Antonio Brown fan. But all I will say is that it seems like in this specific case, and he was right, bro. And he was done wrong. Like, like he didn't practice all week, almost all week last week leading up to the game because of his ankle. He tries to play on Sunday, it you know, and then basically kind of taps out because, you know, he can't play. Bruce Arian tries to make him go on the field and play on a bum ankle, and AB's like, like, coach, I can't do it. And Bruce Arian's like, well, if you can't, if you don't, if you can go out there, like, you're done. You're not a buck anymore. So AB was like, okay, say, bitch, say less. <laughs> <laughs> he clocked out during the fucking game. Clocking out, clocking out, baby. I'm out. <laughs> um, and what's and I don't know if they're trying to do this in terms of like with you know withholding his pay, but the fact that the Bucks haven't released him yet. Yeah. What what are we doing? What are we doing? That that's crazy. That's crazy. But man, I don't know. I am so torn because I am so done with AB, bro. Done with him, I'm bro. So done. I'm done. So done with everybody. Just Jeff form, like oh, mental health and this and that. Oh, and no, he no. very well can have. He very well can have a problem. I, 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 I ain't saying that. I don't think. I'm he just saying wrong, the but... dude has not earned a lick of trust. A lick. None. He did the same thing with the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Two years ago. 
posted his feet like on the you know on the <laughs> with blisters on him and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so I'm not saying he faked an injury. I, I don't know. I don't know. He could be. I'm just saying I understand. Like fuck Bruce Arians. First of all, I don't give a fuck about Bruce Arians. He's a piece of shit in my opinion. But I'm just saying I can understand not believing. A B, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like if I'm Bruce right. Arians, I can understand. Be like you full of shit. Like you yeah, because obviously it built up to that situation. Right? Yes. Not like this. The motherfucker lied about his vaccine. Come on, fucking fake, fake vaccine card. Like, bro. Like, come on now, man. That ain't mental health. Like fake vaccine card. Like that's pre-planned shit. Like that's <laughs> the motherfucker threatened his rape accuser. Over text after she yep. uh, came for it. she came for it. Like, fuck that dude, man. Like, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't get behind him. But that doesn't mean he might not be right in this situation. He might be right, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A broken clock is right twice a day. You know? <laughs> but I'm just staying. I'm staying out of it. I just look. I looked at this. I'm just, I'm just staying out of this. You staying? Okay. All right. Speaking right of speaking of pieces of shit, I'm gonna close this close close getting close to closing the podcast with this. Where where's where is Deshaun Watson gonna play next season? Do we uh, care? I mean, Wait. I was telling my coworker today, it just makes sense to Miami, right? It just it does. Miami, right? I would Miami Miami makes a lot of sense. Philly makes a lot of I sense. I just say too. I just lean on Miami because the owner is in it. So what's the owner is in it? It's like it's got to happen, right? Yeah. Unless they, unless the Sean Watson's team says no, but he doesn't really. It's not like he has a pick and choose. Well, I mean, he has a he has a no trade clause, right? So yeah, Yeah. he. I mean, so he essentially has to sign off wherever he does get traded. Um, Speaking speaking of, let's stay in the AFC South. I gotta give kudos to, to Jack Twitter, bro. Yeah, <laughs> gotta give gotta give kudos to him, bro. As a as a fan base, they said we are not gonna stand for this shit. Like, yeah, you got rid of Urban, but yet you tried to keep fucking Trilk, Trent Balky as our fucking GM with his oh. fucking track record, and the entirety of Jack Twitter has started this movement. Of like the clown thing, and everyone in Jack's Twitter has a clown avatar. They're gonna show up to the game <laughs> on Sunday, all dressed as clowns in this <laughs> in this huge movement to get Shad Khan to be like to get Chad Khan to basically not retain Trent Balky as their GM. And basically, like if you're gonna if you're gonna like start a new bro, like don't bring in a head coach. With the GM already in place, that that's a recipe for a fucking disaster. And it's Trent Balky. Like, like, can we not? Like, bruh, it is ingenious. I love it. And this is like when the you know fandom stands for fanatical. Like, this is hundred percent fanatical. But I love it because they they fed up, bruh. It's, it's like us when it comes to the draft, bruh. Like, yeah, fed up. Uh, they they got every reason to be fed up too. Every reason, like I, I that I was listening to one episode of the the GM Shuffle, and Mike Lombardi was going over like the win percentage of the Jags since they've been a oh. team, and it was like twenty nine or twenty six percent in like a de- like the last what ten plus yeah. years, <sighs> bro. Like God damn, man. You know. And you know it's so hard to fix too because it's, those are I like to sit and think about teams like that. Be like, what would I do to fix this damn team? And it's so hard, man, because you need a GM and a coach that's on the same you know wavelength. You do. So the the rumor right now, if Balky is still in place, was that the Jags may be looking at Bill uh, Bill O'Brien, which. If you keep Bill O'Brien away from personnel decisions, I was like, it's not a terrible decision. That might not be the worst thing for Trevor Lawrence, man. I, I, I get Bill O'Brien gets a lot of heat, well deserved heat, because he just well made awful personnel moves, and he may not be the best person as well. 
But like as a football coach, especially with quarterbacks and, and grooming quarterbacks, and he's I, it's not, it could be worse. I'll say that it could be a lot yeah. worse. No, no, people blame it because it's Bill O'Brien. You know what I'm saying? And I get it, but Bill O'Brien got pride because he was the GM Bill O'Brien. Not yes, because he he wanted too much power and he didn't yes. understand that he's best he was best served as just being a head coach, bro. Yeah, cool. That's all you need to do. Sean, Sean, hope you're listening, buddy. Hope you're listening. Hey, listen. <laughs> Sorry. Just, but, just saying. Um, I will say as we're wrapping this up, uh, so the plan is so this the first practice, well not practice, first day of the senior bowl is the 31st of January. So if you're a listener to the hashtag Sinksir podcast, we want you to um I would say to our email or to our DM, send us any questions, maybe things you want us to look out for while we're there. Please keep yeah. in mind, this is Ryan in my first experience at the Senior Bowl. Um, so we're going to be, you know, like that RoboCop meme, that gift, bro. He just getting lit up. Just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just, <laughs> we're going to be all over the place in just terms of sensory overload. Um, sensory overload, bro. But we will try. Like, so anything that you send, you guys send in, y'all send in. We're not. I'm not promising we're gonna get to every single thing. Like, oh, there's this uh, receiver that's um in, from this school. Can you let me know what his footwork is like? Like, I stop. Like, no. Like, not not gonna be able to do it. But we will try to answer as much questions as we can. We will be extensively. I mean, I'm gonna be there two days. I think Ryan's going to be there too. He may do a practice, another practice during the week, but we plan to hopefully be able to look, you know, look as much as we can at quarterbacks or where our receivers and at linemen, bro. <laughs> like, or, you know, we'll, we'll split it up, but like just in terms of what the Saints need team wise, those, those are the, the big things are in tied into a lesser degree that stands out. If we see Saints officials kind of, chatted up with some players and, and talk talking up some players because it happens at the senior bowl a lot. You know, we'll, we'll for sure make mention of that, right. You know, write that down, report it on the podcast. Um, and yeah, I mean, so regards to what happens on Sunday, the, you know, the draft is starting to get right around the corner. It's actually in three months, which is wild. Um, and we did an exercise last year where and we plan to do it again this year where we took all the data of players in terms of measurables that have been drafted that the Saints drafted from 2006 till till then they were that to 2020 um and then we matched those measurables with upcoming prospects from the draft my girlfriend did this extensive project because she works with stats and if you go if we go back to that list every player that was identified that fit the Saints criteria measurable wise by position was drafted by the Saints Mm. Every single one. <laughs> Every so in that while, like it was very like predictive and and to their types of prototypes, what they look for. It it yep. was it's crazy. It was on the money. So we plan to do that and explore the list a little. Explore that list in these next couple of months. So I know even if the Saints don't make the playoffs, you may it may seem like there's like a like a low or a dead, but don't wow, we go we work it, baby. Yeah, plenty of work to do because just like the Saints' offense, it needs to be over, you know, redone. We gonna we gonna make sure if we gotta we gotta show up at on airline drive with t-shirts with the 2020 bruh. draft class on it, bro. Serious man, I'm about it, bro. Like I'm like, come on, Sean, like. I'm going to make sure to see me like, bro, come on, man. Like, don't do this. <laughs> I don't think Sean going to be at the senior bowl. I know. I don't think Sean going to be at the senior bowl. He uh, might I don't be. think he go no more. He'll even go. No, he don't. But Jeff Ireland, and hey, hey, NFL announced some stuff. Like, if y'all announces, if y'all talking to some prospects about some things that isn't savory, teams could get fined and draft picks. Doc. Jeff Ireland, you listening, bro? I need you to keep that. Keep those questions about moms being prostitutes. That's out, bro. None of that. That's out. Clean it up. Um, but I think we covered it all. Um, 
whatever happens on Sunday, it happens. Knowing the Saints is going to be in just – it's going to be in some type of fashion that, that oh hasn't happened. Some Saints shit is going to happen, bro. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> These Saints losing or the 49ers losing or flip-flop. I don't know. Saints, Saints and Falcons go – the Niners will lose and the Saints and Falcons will tie or some shit like that. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I just have a feeling both games are going to be tied well into the fourth quarter. Oh. Do not like, but it is what it is, man. Um, I I will speak about this in the recap episode, but I know we probably have a lot of LSU listeners, but I wanted to bring it up. Uh, we wrapping it up, but Joe Burrow, hey, and and what he's done for the Bengals, Jamar Chase. Like I, I, I texted, I, I texted you this like a like last week after the Ravens second Ravens game, I think it was, and I just said, like Joe Burrow is just a perfect, perfect example. And sometimes you just can't like some things. Sometimes a, a player may not have like insane traits, athletic traits, but like when you watch them, you, they play football, you just see it, and I can't. Yeah. I can't make it tangible. Like you just fucking know it when you see it. That that season Joe Burrow had at LSU, he had it, man. Like you yeah. just saw it. And I know he got kind of knocked because it was like, well, you don't got like a rocket arm, blah, blah. But he he had it, man. And right now he's playing like a top three quarterback in the league, man. Like where now the conversation is like. I remember the conversation last, like, there was no conversation when the season started. Like, everyone was taking Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow. Oh, no. Now? That's, that's, that's the debate, bro. No, yeah, it, it was no question. I remember me and Greg talking on his podcast, talking about, you know, his arm strength and all that stuff. Uh, wasn't his kind of little, you know. The issue is like, ooh, I'm off the ball, just not coming out right sometimes. Because yeah, you know? that was like the training camp reports before the season started. Training camp, nobody catching passes, you know. It shows you, bro. Like, just we don't know, bro. We don't no. know. You know what no. I'm saying? So, so, so even though we gonna report to you from the senior ball, don't don't take our word for shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna mean nothing. Uh, but Joe Burrow playing like a top three quarterback. Jamar Chase is playing like a top three wide receiver. Man, like it it must be nice. <laughs> Bengals, Bengals to the podcast, baby. Who they, baby? Who they? Who they? All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Uh, be safe. COVID's everywhere. Like, I think Ooh, maybe I have COVID I right know. now. Oh. I think I might have COVID right now, but because I got tested on Tuesday, but because, every like, everywhere you go was, like, overwhelmed with tests, like, oh. testing, like, you can't even get the results the next day. So you, you oh, got to, like, there's a delay in getting the test results. So by the time I might get my test results, like the quarantine portion of what I'm supposed to be quarantined might be over already, bro. Like, I'm telling you, bro. I went and got my booster yesterday. Publix took 15 minutes. So, folks, just go out there, get that booster, man. Go get it. Don't Please. be scared. Don't be scared. Go get it up. Raise up your tolerance. Doesn't mean you might not get it. You still might get Omarion. You know, but you ain't going to die. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to go to the hospital. You ain't going to take all this time from work and nothing like that. You you get a little scratchy throat, a little runny nose or something, and you bounce back the next day, you know? So go get, go get your booster shot if you can. And uh, just try to, you know, wear your mask if you can. And just be careful. Just be careful, man. It's crazy out there. But I'm hoping, just looking at the data, I've been looking at the data real closely, it's taking uh, like the cases are basically a vertical lineup, and then it, and, and then I, it's like a drop. Yeah, like it, I think it's going to hit its peak within the next week, and then you're going to see a precipitous drop, which is what I'm hoping. We don't know, we don't know, right. but I'm hoping you just see a precipitous drop in cases. And if you look at the debts, the debts have been about flat. Yeah, so that's a good thing. That's that's a good thing. I know. 
like social media hates to talk about like positive things in regards to <laughs> Don't they, bro? It got to be doom and gloom all the time. It got to be doom and gloom. We're going back into lockdowns. You know, everything. We could be on a positive trajectory. Could be. Maybe not. I don't know. But we could be. So, like, just take that, man. Help. At least for me, that helps my mental health. Like, right. So, let, let's just hope it just works out, you know. Gotta get our, gotta it's 2020. It's 2022, motherfucker. Like we, I'm done with this shit, man. Like <laughs> it's wild, bro. We, it's wild. It's absolutely fucking wild. So take care of each other. We gotta get our girl Lindsay, Doctor Lindsay Mitch, on the podcast. Her Titans mm-hmm. probably have the number one seed in the AFC, bro. Fuck all that. I just want to talk. I need therapy, motherfucker. <laughs> help me. Help, me. <laughs> help both of us. That said, we probably going to need some after Sunday for sure, but we'll do that together. Thanks, everyone, for, for listening and supporting us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, enjoy the game on Sunday, whether the Saints win or lose. It's all good. Um, we're here for you. Give you guys some – give you all some laughs, get you through it. And with that, we're out. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.